0: Hey, welcome back to Unbox. Uh, I'm Ratik, your host, and we have a special episode this month. It's a Q&A. Hello, this is a random listener, and my question is... I'm so glad I reached out to all of you. Uh, For this given and like asked you to send in audio clips and even text questions Uh, some of you did that Um, I I wasn't hoping anybody to send in anything like I thought Like my worst nightmare situation was that only past guests would send things Uh, But but so people listen to this and they've sent in some really nice questions I actually just heard them properly uh, Just an hour back before I actually sat down to record this and I'm pleasantly surprised. It, it's, it's pretty good. I think the questions are really interesting. Uh, they're, they're like about half a dozen questions, I'd say. Uh, they're like four people, but like everybody's asked multiple things. So I think this is going to be a pretty good episode. Um, I also thought that along with the questions, I also want to club in some questions I've been getting over the last couple of months uh, around equipment and process uh, for the show. So I want to include that as like a special question, uh, which is like a combined question from everybody. So without wasting any more time, I think let's just get into the first question, uh, which is by Prabhav. Hey, Ratik, big fan of the show, man. Thanks so much for doing this. So I had a couple questions for you. First would be, uh, so you've been talking recently with people in college, people just finishing up college and choosing career paths. Uh, afterwards would you maybe consider talking to school students and talking to them what career paths they're thinking of and maybe try to clear some misconceptions or notions they might have and second question is uh, so season i think one is about to be finished so are you looking are you looking for different themes going forward with season two or three let me know thanks so much so thanks prabhav thank you for being a fan of the show and extending in an audio uh, so you asked me two questions, I think uh, the first one being if I'm thinking if if I want to like talk to school kids, um, it's definitely crossed my mind, not only school kids, but like also people older than I am in a way, who like maybe are ahead in their career as compared to where I am or the guests have been. The only thing that's holding me back from expanding this right now is, I think, two things. Uh, first one being just my setup, uh, which I think I'll talk about later in the episode. And I don't know if how to scale that up. Um, how do I get more people on? It's, something defi- it's definitely something I want to do, but I don't know how to execute it yet. And I think secondly is also... Uh, an execution thing but it's more personal so it's like just confidence in general about having people on who are older than me or even younger people because I think you need to be it's a completely different ball game in my opinion uh, who you're interviewing so I think yeah those two things are things I'm thinking about but in terms of if I want to definitely the whole idea behind the show is to talk about stories of people and what they're up to So uh, definitely clearing up misconceptions about like things happening in school is something I've thought about, Uh, but nothing tangible on that front yet. And the second question you asked about was general themes uh, going on for season two and three. Uh, And yeah, season one is about we're about halfway right now, Uh, maybe three or four more episodes is what I thought Um, in terms of season two and three. I'll definitely take a break after season one to think things through and like I want to step back and have a look at what I've done, what I've created, and then see what worked, what didn't work, and then uh, take things forward from there. But general themes are going to be the same. Uh, Talking about people doing unconventional things, I want to explore even more unconventional things. Uh, really left of center stuff if i can come across people uh, along those lines uh, that reminds me of this 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 random podcast that i discovered a while back it's called weird work um you should check it out if you want it's basically each episode is de- dedicated to like somebody doing really weird things so one of the episodes on this was uh, what a career is like for a professional hugger uh, so, uh, maybe maybe I explore such things in the future for Unbox, but uh, nothing on the cards as of yet. But thank you. Thank you for sending the questions. Uh, two great questions. Let's now move on to the next question, which is from Parth. Hi, Ratik. I'm a big fan of the podcast. So, I'm sure that when you're having a conversation with a guest, you guys might end up going on a tangent about some of the stuff in the conversation. So my question is, how do you make sure that conversation flows naturally, but at the same time, you also don't get too off-topic? Thank you for the question Parth. Uh, That's definitely a challenge, I would say. Uh, Keeping things on track, and you can't always do it when you're recording. So what I've realized, it's a combination of doing it in post and while you're recording. So the way I um, like plan these out is that I have a list of things, and I'm going to process right now, but like this is important i have a list of things that i want to talk about and this is usually stuff i've discussed with the guest so i can whatever they're saying i can pick up on things from that and tie it to things i've written down on my whatever diary and that's how i try to sort of steer the conversation in a way it's not always uh, it doesn't always work but i try my best to do it and then later on there have been times where uh there have been digressions while having the conversation and it doesn't, isn't really making sense in post. So then, then I sort of try to weave a narrative out of what I have. Um, So if I need to add like an extra clip, a question to something they've said, the guest has said, then I also do that. Uh, That's definitely the cost of production going a little bit down, the production quality. But I think in the long run, it, it makes sense to do that for the episode in general. So, I guess I hope that answers your question. It's definitely a combination of uh, like probably 60 40. 60% is post, and 40% is making sure that you get what you want out of the conversation. I hope that makes sense. Okay, next, I kind of want to talk about process and equipment because I, I briefly mentioned that in the last answer. Um, so, generally, I can probably start at equipment, I think. So when I wanted to start the podcast, I wanted to invest in a microphone for starters, I already have a MacBook, it's a MacBook Air uh, from 2014. So that's that's the laptop I'm using. And uh, I wanted to have a microphone for this, essentially, well, I wanted a mic for other things as well. So like I produce some music. So for that, and I also wanted to try this podcasting thing because I'd been in love with podcasts for a lot of years. And that's, so it was, that was enough reason for me to invest in this. But I also thought that I don't want to spend too much money because audio equipment can get really expensive. So things like the Blue Yeti microphone or even the Blue Snowball. Those are like 5k or 10k. I'm talking in rupees. Uh, I wanted something easier, like something smaller also to like set up. And uh, that's why I went for what I have right now. It's, it's called a Samsung uh, Go Mic, I think. I'll make sure I put the link to that in the description or the show notes wherever you're listening to this so you can find that there. It's it's like a pretty small mic. It's quite portable. It's really small and you can also it's got like an it's got like a clip also which you can clip to certain things if you want to. I haven't used the clip yet, but it's a good feature to have. I got this I think at a sale on Amazon uh, for like 2000, I guess. And I don't even have a pop filter. Wow, <laughs> so the p popped there. So <laughs> I don't have. i would probably keep that in. I don't have a pop filter, so it it sometimes is hard to navigate around the p's popping. I just went back there to not let the p pop, but uh, it's it's fine. I'm 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 working with what I have. The more important thing is the content, definitely. Uh, So in terms of the microphone and the laptop, it's my MacBook and this mic. Um, And also, it's just one mic and I'm doing a conversational podcast. So that's another challenge that I'm currently working around. I do want to invest in something else, which I can sort of then use like a two mic setup for the recordings. It will really help ease things out, I think. So yeah that's it for the equipment uh, and also I, I in terms of software I used to use GarageBand to record these for starters and I've recently shifted on to Logic uh, because I've been getting familiarized with Logic because of my music stuff so it's been interesting to like pick up a new software it's it's actually really fantastic and I've been learning about like in sound engineering and just just off YouTube videos so yeah it's been pretty interesting uh, learning all this um and now process process is an inter- interesting one so like i mentioned i whenever i have to have a guest on i do some preliminary research on them and they're usually they've usually been people i know and even if i haven't known them i've like followed them on the internet and i've known what they're up to sort of but i still do like a deep dive into them and make a list of points and then what i do then is this is something I'm proud of. I share this with them uh because I always wanted this podcast to be like something I co-create in a way. I don't want to have a list of questions and then get the guests to answer them. I definitely want it to be a thing we create together. So for each of the guests I have had on yet, I've sent them the kind of things I want to talk about and made sure that they're comfortable with that and we've sort of weaved the narrative together in terms of what story they want to get out. Not in, not to like lie or like make a false narrative, but to actually put it in a form that makes sense. Because what can happen with such conversational podcasts is that things can go a little haywire. And like Parth was mentioning, it can, like you can digress really easily. So it's always good to, good to have some kind of roadmap in front of you. So yeah, that that's basically my process. I do some minimal research and I share that with the guest. And then once they're uh, once they come over, yeah, I call all the guests over, and we sit together and we sort of create this. I think I think that covered everything about process and equipment. If if I missed anything, you can always like tweet at me or the podcast at Unbox Pod. I think on Twitter and also on Instagram if you want to do that um let's go to the next question which is from anand
1: hi ratik this is anand thank you so much for an amazing podcast my question to you is uh is this is about what people think so when i was in school for example i seem to remember that you know when i would get poor marks in physics my teachers had very strong opinions about me and they put me in this category of okay this kid is not studying they're not good at anything Uh, And then now that I go back, they have a very different opinion. You know, they're like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. We love you. You make us proud. Uh, So my question to you is, do you think like people's opinion of you is just a a function of your success? Uh, And and do you think like especially when you're in high school, maybe they should factor in the other things you do apart from study already? Uh, Because it kind of to me, it sounds a bit hypocritical. Uh, when they, you know, just flip on their opinion. Uh, so yeah, I, I think, I guess what I'm trying to say is, my question is, do you think when you're in school, your teacher should also take into account your extracurriculars or, or maybe just not be as judgmental from the beginning based on just your marks?
0: Thank you so much. Keep doing what you do. Hey man, that, that, that's a really lovely question. Um, and if, to answer that, it, it's it's a challenging answer, I would say, because if you ask me, I'm totally on board with what you said. And I think it's definitely hypocritical of the teacher to have that sort of flip in opinion. Um, but I think it's it's much more complex than that, in my opinion. Um, while it's totally fine for us to think that it's hypocritical and that people should, like teachers should have a holistic opinion of the sort of kids they are teaching. Um, it's usually more complicated than that because... Uh, For instance, uh, this is something I was just thinking about when I heard the question. Uh, I would, I think a teacher who teaches you English would uh, care more about how you are uh, holistically as compared to a physics professor. And that's because of the the way science is, that environment. Uh, It's really focused on like marks and studying and uh, it's always but performing in your exams versus something like English or the arts where things like holistic development is encouraged more. And I would imagine uh, a teacher like from the English department would uh, not have cared as much if you had scored like poor marks in school, but you were still doing a lot of things. Now, I can't comment on what your relationship was with like your English teacher in school. But this is something I think makes sense to me. Uh, per- personally, like like I said, uh, definitely it's, it's hypocritical for teachers to do this. And I think it's really wrong also. It can really affect you uh, in school because you can be somebody who likes other things and you're in a position where you have to do this thing which you don't really enjoy, for example. And... Uh, And it's added to that, it can be different for each child in the class. So like good teachers, I know for a fact, because I've had some in my time in college, good teachers can change the way they teach based on the student they're teaching in a way. I know it can be difficult with like 50 people, but the good ones can do that. And they can be aware of what the kids are doing uh, outside of the classroom. And they can sort of change the way they approach their teaching, which is, I think, is the gold standard of what teachers should aim for. Uh, that was kind of a rant. I don't know if that answered your question, but uh, if, if I'm, I'm totally open to like discussing this more if you want to. So you can just reach out to me uh, on wherever on the Internet. Going into the final question, which is from Aisha. Uh, let's hear it.
1: Okay, so it's Aisha and I just wanted to ask, um, what do you think the most difficult thing about creating a podcast is and what inspired you to do this? And give me your top five favorite podcasts so that I can start listening to them.
0: That's another great question, or or I should say a pair of questions. Uh, Definitely a fan of the second one um, because you've asked a podcast lover to talk about what podcasts they like. So I'm going to talk about it at length. Um, But before that, I want to talk about the first question that you asked, which was what was the hard, what is the hardest thing about making a podcast? And also why I'm doing Unbox. So the answer for Unbox, I think pretty simple. It's, uh, I think twofold. I like conversations. And I like people's stories. And uh, I like to talk about Their stories, so like it's a combination of all these things, which is why uh, I'm doing this essentially. Talking about people's stories is essentially their career, Uh, although not restricted to that, it can evolve into something else entirely. And also, the conversation part is why it's a two person thing, and also a lot of the things I'm doing, which is the co creation and working together with a person that human connection is I think important to me and I enjoy that. Uh, so yeah, that's why I'm doing Unbox. And as far as the hardest thing, I would say, well, it's definitely the, the the social media part of it or like the management where I'm trying to I don't know grow a following or get people to listen to this or be aware of this thing that is happening this show and just just marketing the whole thing and thinking about if I can actually monetize this in some way reading about how sponsorships for stuff like this works because i don't really know that it's def- it's it's hard because it's a lot of unknowns there a lot to learn and what complicates it even more is i don't really know where i want to take this uh is it just a fun side project or is it something i want to do more seriously um so yeah these these sort of deeper questions uh, keep me up at night as they say uh, they don't they don't i sleep like nicely and i think this this will be like a nice way to cap this uh q a off and talk about my favorite podcasts so which is the second question that aisha asked and I, I thought about this uh there are two ways to approach this uh one would be to talk about things i'm listening to right now and the other would be to talk about just five podcasts like all-time favorites in a way so I've decided to go with like all-time favorites because uh, I think that's more, it has more value. And I think since you want to start listening to them, these would be my suggestions to you. And I've tried to cover all kinds of podcasts. So there's there's like narrative-based stuff here and also like conversations and um, like various different kinds of things. Okay, so first off, I have this show called Late Nights with Traven Lowe's this is probably what got me into podcasts. So it's it's really special to me. And it's essentially, I discovered this through this guy I followed on YouTube, uh, Travis. He had like a YouTube channel uh, called Dev Tips for Designers. Uh, it was just called Dev Tips. Um, he's since then sort of sold the channel off to this other creator that I really like. So it's it, that's a whole different story. But he's he now works at Google, Travis, and this podcast was basically a thing that he started with his best friend Carlos, and and the description says this about the podcast: Travis and his best friend Carlos talk late into the night, exploring new ideas for creative professionals. They argue over concepts, share secrets, and interview their industry heroes. So I think that's pretty succinctly put. Uh, it's uh, if if I had to add something to that. Um uh, the vibe that I was going for this show uh, is like very inspired from this. So it's essentially just two friends late into the night uh, talking about these things and having fun and having a laugh and also leaving you with some value out of the conversations. So, yeah, this will be one of my suggestions. The next suggestion is uh, a narrative based podcast, which don't get named very often i've realized people end up recommending a lot of uh, i don't know conversations or just things you can learn stuff from i guess this is like a parallel to the uh, fight between fiction and non-fiction books in a way uh, a lot of people do strictly non-fiction and a lot of people do strictly fiction uh, where i like to believe that you should do both because uh, both have their own unique value they can provide Similarly, narrative-based podcasts uh, do the same. They're, they're fun to listen to. They're, they're an easy way to unwind as well. Um, so the one I'm recommending is called The Orbiting Human Circus, and this is the description for the show. Discover a wondrously surreal world of magic, music, and mystery. This immersive cinematic audio spectacle follows the adventures of a lonely, stage-struck janitor who is drawn into the larger-than-life universe of the Orbiting Human Circus, a fantastical, wildly popular radio show broadcast from the top of the Eiffel Tower. So, doesn't tell you much, but it's a really cool podcast, it's a story, it's really well-produced, and I would just recommend listening to it an episode a day or whatever schedule you want to follow, and just enjoy it. It's, It's really fun. Next up, I have a podcast called Beginner, Uh, It's by this woman called Misha Yusuf. She is fantastic. Uh, I discovered this, I think, through my recommendations on the podcast app that I use. Um, So this podcast is essentially uh, about Misha who came to America with her family in 2003. And beginner is supposed to tell her story as a Pakistani American immigrant as she learned to do things she never did as a kid that are integral parts of an American childhood. So essentially, there's an episode dedicated to her learning how to cycle, because those are things that she did not get to do because of the turmoil, which was immigration, essentially. There's another episode about uh, pop culture in America. So basically movies or music that she wasn't exposed because she was an immigrant. So she gets her friends to tell her about these, and then she goes and watches them at, at home and then, Tells us what her experience was like. So, I think it's a really, really fun podcast. It's a limited series, so it ends, which is always a good thing with podcasts because they seem to go on forever. And yeah, I, I really recommend it. For my next recommendation, I would like to recommend this podcast called Geek Fruit. Uh, it's an Indian podcast, so shout out to my Indian podcasting community. Uh, so, Geek Fruit is a podcast that was started by Tejas Menon, he's like this indie music guy uh, in India. He started this with a couple of friends, I think, uh, Dinkar and Jishnu. So they started it off independently. And now they're part of the IVM network, which is India's biggest podcasting network. So they're they're doing really well. And now they have like a lot of different guests on every week. So it's it's a really fun podcast. Uh, As far as what it is, the idea behind it was to create a community of estranged geeks from across India. Uh, so this in the podcast they spend time talking about like minuscule facts character dynamics story arcs and unique concepts in the wonderful world of science fiction and just overall nerd culture so they'll have like an episode dedicated to just uh, for example avengers uh, endgame and like it'll be an hour of conversation just talking about every minuscule detail and as a geek i i really enjoy that and it it feels like i have these friends which are talking about things that i want to talk about and then i can take things that listen here and then take that and talk about it with other friends so it's it's a really really cool podcast uh, i think everybody would enjoy it there's something in it for everybody i think and finally i have my final recommendation which is science versus uh, this is a gimlet podcast although it wasn't initially it was i think under a different network then gimlet bought it Uh, i think it even was part of another network in between somewhere uh, because i've been following it for a long time um this is essentially a podcast about just they take these concepts and they get all the scientific facts about them and they tell us if this thing is true or not essentially So I think the best way to explain what the show is, is to give you a few examples. So for example, uh, they have an episode on the seven minute workout, if that is a scientific thing, or it's a myth. So they do like really extensive research, they talk to a lot of people, they look into research papers, and then they finally give us a verdict if it's scientifically a valid thing or not. Uh, Another episode is like on just online dating, if the science behind it can actually make you find somebody. Uh, Another episode is about like if fasting diets work. Um, Another one is about if placebo is a real thing. Uh, These are some I'm coming up with at the top of my head. Uh, But they're like, there's like a load of things to listen to. I think they're like five or six seasons deep at this point. So yeah, those were my five recommendations. Um, All time favorites, even though there were so many more that didn't make the cut. Uh, but I, I went with these because I think they cover all all kinds of podcasts in a way. So, yeah, with that, uh, I think I've answered all the questions that I got. And I even talked about equipment and process there, which I hope helped people who wrote in talking about that, wanting to know more. Um, and if, if you want to start a podcast, given this information, you should go for it. I think it, there hasn't been a better time to start one. So, yeah, I, I wish you good luck for that. And you can always reach out if you want to know more about the nitty gritties if you want and in terms of this Q&A, I just want to thank everybody who sent in questions uh this was really fun a uh, half an hour i spent answering these and uh, maybe i do one of these every now and then uh, maybe i do this at the end of the season again let's see um let me know if you enjoyed this episode and we can make more happen uh, in case you forgot to get your question in this time Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, See you next month with another guest. Uh, We'll be back to the usual programming. Uh, There'll be a new guest, a new unconventional career path. And yeah, see you then. Thank you.